ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Everything I Learned from Movies Here and Spectacular. And now your hosts, Steve and Izzy. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies Here and Spectacular. Spectacular, yeah. 2019 edition. <laughs> Babe. It has been an amazing year, I think. How about you? It's been spectacular. I mean, we didn't have to do super super sexy sequel September. You're right, that was last year. Man, our most gratuitous boobies and can't get that back Ooh. award are gonna be severely depleted. Oh man. Uh but babe, we've been growing year over year pretty good for the last little bit. We have? Yeah. Well, for example, our uh, first year, we had a total of 414 downloads. Woo! Smashing it at the box office. Yep. But then the year after that, 8,000 downloads. Woo! And then 15,000. <gasps> Any guesses on this year? I don't know. Well, thanks to PodCoin, we had at least 45,000 downloads. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> I believe last year I said we'd get over 40. Yeah, probably. Good job, babe. Yeah. I blame you and your spunky personality. You're right. I blame you and you're actually getting the episodes edited and uploaded. Yeah, cutting out all those racial epithets. That's what uh, <laughs> kept us on top. Wait, you cut them out? <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> I blame our kittens, all of the podcasts. Oh, they're definitely our, uh, our big Instagram grab Woo! there. Yes, we have Pickles, Cameron, and Poe all joining us, all nestled at our feet, and they just jumped up from their naps to join us because, you know, the computer came out, so they know what's up. Yeah, I gotta stand on that keyboard. Uh, so yes, now the time has come to hand out some awards. <gasps> now, for those of you who don't know, these awards are given out every year. Um, we have a couple that are for, like, you know, the best and worst movies, like, within the year, not that necessarily that we did, but just in general. They came out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the vast majority of them are for the, gosh, 70 or so movies we've seen this year. Ooh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so we got some good ones. Uh, but first, we're going to start off with the best movie of 2019. Woo! Um, and the nominees are... <gasps> Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Dolomite is my name. Yeah. And John Wick 3 Parabellum. Ah. And the winner for best movie of 2019 is... Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. yeah. That movie is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes, the, the love story of the year. Oh. The action movie of the year. Oh my god, the romance knows no bounds. <laughs> Maybe coming up on a future episode. Oh Wait till April. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, yeah, it's so good. Wasn't it's, really any competition. It's I mean, everything I wanted out yeah. of a. It's the best Fast and Furious movie by far. Oh, by far, by far. <laughs> Doesn't involve any goddamn amnesia. Yeah, you're right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for every best, there is also a worst. Ooh. And the nominees for Worst Movie of 2019 are X-Men Dark Phoenix, Midsommar, (laughs) Men in Black International, and Hellboy. 
And the winner for worst movie of 2019 is Midsommar. Oh, it's the Wicker Man without oh, Nicolas Cage God, and beer a, punching. What is the fucking point? Bear, bear punching. Bear punching. Oh, oh, she broke up with me, so we had to read a movie about how she really wanted to sacrifice me to some false gods. Ah. Movie was boring. Three hours of bullshit. Uh. It made me not want to watch Hereditary. Yeah, we still haven't watched yeah. Hereditary. We have no interest in it now. Yeah. yeah, well, our choice. I'm sure I'm sure plenty of you loved it. And kudos to you. I'll watch a video kill. And then the for 2019, we have the Give It a Try Award. These are movies that we think you should at least give it a try, even though they yeah. were kind of critically panned. Yeah. We have Cold Pursuit. Glass. Shazam! And Pet Cemetery. Or Cemetery, I think it's supposed to be called. <laughs> and the winner for the Give It a Try Award is Shazam! For being much better than it needed to be. Yeah, it was pretty it's good. It's a really fun little movie. One of the most enjoyable DC movies you'll find. The most enjoyable <laughs> DC movie. It's DC going like, hey look, we can be funny too. We can let the actors do what they're good at. Plus, I mean, who doesn't like crippled orphans? Yeah, and give Cold Pursuit a chance too. If- yeah. It uh, it obviously didn't had its own problems coming out of the gate because they, for some reason, had their lead actor go to interviews. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, it was actually pretty good and interesting. Honestly, all of them. Glass has its issues, but <laughs> yeah, it it's it fits into that universe just fine. It's also an M Night Shyamalan movie, so you know what you're getting into. Pet Cemetery was m- better than I thought it was going to be, and uh, don't go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. his name playing? Oh, John man. Lithgow. John Lithgow playing the neighbor. Such good casting. Yeah. Yeah. So you give them all a chance. Also, I do really like that the cat's the instigator. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Uh, but now we get to the awards for movies presented on everything I learned from movies. The first category, Best Actor. And the nominees are... Roddy McDowell, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Tim Roth, Planet of the Apes, 2001. Frank Langella, Masters of the Universe. And Hugh Jackman in all those goddamn X-Men movies. And the winner for the Best Actor Award is... Roddy McDowell for Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah! (laughs) He kills it in those movies. He really does. He has to act through a goddamn rubber mask, and he's still (laughs) killing it. Yeah. He does such a good job. We really liked those movies back in January of the Apes. We watched all of them. What about uh, Monk May and April? Well, specifically the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, we we did a lot of monkey movies this year. (laughs) Yeah, we did. And our awards will show that. (laughs) The good, the bad, the mildly offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which leads us to our next award for over-the-top performance. And the nominees are Peter Dinklage, Tiptoes. Kirk Douglas, the villain. Chris Kattan, Monkey Bone. And Nicolas Cage in Wild at Heart. And the winner for Over the Top Performance in an EILFM movie is... Kirk Douglas, the villain. 
Yes, and happy 103rd birthday, you immortal son of a bitch, you. (laughs) Wait, he was doing his own stunts at 65 in The Villain? Yeah, he was playing the goddamn Wile E. Coyote in that movie. Yeah! (laughs) Jesus! Yeah, that's an impressive movie. You guys should check it out. (laughs) Oh, God. And and I believe a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) I blame Paul Lind for that. Paul Lind is, oh, really hard to watch in that movie. Yeah. And that's saying something, because Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't believe, speaks English in the making of this movie. (laughs) I am handsome stranger. (laughs) And don't worry, his romantic, uh, the the romantic lead in it is only 40 years older than he is. (laughs) Yeah, something like that, yeah. (laughs) All right. And the next award... Best Actress. And the nominees are... Diana Rigg on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And Elizabeth Chu in Hollow Man. And Kim Hunter from Escape from the Planet of the Apes. And the winner of the Best Actress of an, in an EILFM film in 2019 is... Elizabeth Shue, Hollow Man! Woo! Shoo, 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 shoo. Really, it's just because Steve loves Elizabeth Shue. I mean, it is, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I will definitely give an honorable mention to Kim Hunter's Dr. Zira. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. She Was it, Was she in a couple of those, or just the one? I think she's Zira in all of them. Oh yeah, it's like one, three, and four, or five, or yeah. something. Yeah. Alright, and now we've come to Izzy's favorite award. Woo! The Fuck You Science Award. Oh my god, I love it so much. So many nominees for this one. Brace yourselves, everybody. (laughs) It's been a fuck you heavy year. (laughs) And the nominees are... The time loop that is the basis of the Planet of the Apes universe. Having a dwarf baby in tiptoes. X-Men mutations in general. Leprechaun in space. Like, all of it. Everything involving aliens or humans in Mac and Me. All of Invisa November. <laughs> Super smart telepathic monkeys in Monkey Shines. Anything regarding space in Moonraker. Anything regarding physics in Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Flooding the Silicon Valley in A View to a Kill. Jack Deuce Cooper's 125 mile an hour fastball in Ed. And basically everything about Project Icarus in Die Another Day. And the movie that gives the biggest middle finger to science in an EILFM film is Anything Regarding Physics in Triple X3 The Return of Xander Cage. Whoa, the underdog. The. <laughs> least believable anything of that entire list of unbelievable things. <laughs> I believe a monkey pitches faster than Vin Diesel. I, I believe that over Vin Diesel doing anything in Triple yeah. X. I believe in Project Icarus more than I believe <laughs> Vin Diesel does anything in that movie. I believe the time paradox that is the basis of the Planet of the Apes universe. More the entire way. universe. <laughs> Yeah, Triple X is pretty bad. <laughs> oh my god. Just... Except, except Tony John and Donnie Yen. They're fucking awesome. <laughs> Tony John with that hair, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big middle finger to science right there. D- 
They make Tony Jaw cringeworthy. That should that's a huge middle finger right there. <laughs> uh, speaking of cringeworthy, we have our next award. Woo! The most ridiculous accent. Yeah. Ooh, this is gonna be a tight competition. Indeed. And the nominees are Peter Dinklage in Tiptoes. I am a French Marxist. <laughs> Harvey Keitel in Monkey Trouble. I. It's like a weird gypsy thing. He's a he's gypsy. Doing. Harvey Keitel plays a gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage in Wild at Heart. <laughs> Steve, what does his jacket mean? The snakeskin jacket is a representation of my of my individuality, my belief in personal freedom. And Andrew Divoff in The Wishmaster. Is that what you wish of me? Is that what you wish of me? Oh. <laughs> so creepy. And a special right in Jason Statham. And, no, anyway. That, that's just the way he talks. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but special, uh, special word goes to Paul Lind in general. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Steve was offended just thinking about it. <laughs> And the winner for the most ridiculous accent in a 2019 ELIFM film. Can't even get her own goddamn name right. E-I-L-F-M. E-L-I-F-M. And the winner is... And the winner is... (laughs) Peter Dinklage in Tiptoes. I am a Marxist. Oh, playing a French little person who's also an anarchist. That movie is fucking awesome. Oh my god, guys, I, go watch Tiptoes. Where was the extra hour? That's what I what, there what did was they cut out? Hour that apparently has been destroyed. <laughs> that takes us to our next award. The best ridiculous explosion. And the nominees are The Ending of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Steve did not see that coming, even that, a little bit. It still boggles my fucking mind how that could be the The end of a second movie in a series of at least five five to ten (sighs) it's unclear yeah the gas station blowing up and killing the kid and mac and me yeah that was fucking awesome the explosion that launches wolverine up to the helicopter in x-men origins wolverine god damn it that should have gotten its own fuck you science award (laughs) god damn it (laughs) And the train yard in Ballistic X versus Sever. Yeah! <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> Super realistic. <laughs> and the winner for Most Ridiculous Explosion is... The explosion that launches Wolverine into a helicopter in X-Men Origins Wolverine. We knew it when we were watching it. It was <laughs> destined for an award. <laughs> I believe I let out a very loud, audible sigh. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> so it was like, a, I'm sorry, is there something wrong, Eddie? <laughs> you, you got a poopy stuck <laughs> uh, but that leads us right into our next award yeah for best special effects Woo! <laughs> and the nominees are the invisible man 1933 the nautilus in la league of extraordinary gentlemen headless dr hill in reanimator and tossing cats at the camera in Night of a Thousand Cats. Wait, Steve, I just got this in from the Academy. Oh. Wait. Oh. Uh, 
Um, unfortunately, our last nominee, Tossing Cats at the Camera, Night of a Thousand Cats, uh, needs to be disregarded because it's Ooh. not actually a special effect. They just threw cats at a camera. Oh, son of a bitch. All right. Well, well, we still have three other nominees. And the winner for Best Special Effects is... The Invisible Man from The Invisible Man, 1933. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Here we go gathering nuts in May, nuts in May, nuts in May. No, but like, it still holds up. Yeah, what, 80, 86 years ago that it was made? 86 years ago and it still holds up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously, if you haven't seen The Invisible Man, check it out. It's it's pretty fucking amazing. Surprisingly high death count. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets dark. <laughs> and it's 83 years old. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Steve. Everybody involved with that film is dead now. Did the chick from Titanic die? Fun fact. Super fun fact. <laughs> anyway. But then there is also the award for the best example of how not to CGI or 3D. Do we need to move uh, Tossing Cats at the Camera for Night of a Thousand Cats into this category? You know what? I don't think it's going to crack the top four, so... <laughs> well, we are, that's right. It's how it did not CG, so... Yeah. That's not CG. <laughs> and it wasn't 3D either. Otherwise, it might have been kind of cool. <laughs> All right. And the nominees are... The special effects for Gary Oldman in Tiptoes. Muppet Legs! Hey, everybody! Oh, I'm Ralph! <laughs> The surfing scene in Die Another Day. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> 3D invisibility in The Man Who Wasn't There. Oh, that's a little rough. And really all the visual effects in the movie Kazam. Mm, that one's a rough one, too. <laughs> and the winner for best example of how not to CGI 3D in a movie is... The surfing scene from Die Another Day. Oh, I can't believe Stork made us watch that movie. Oh my god, Stork's favorite movie. You know, you know, I don't understand it. I I just don't get it. But you and know, he gives us crap about our movie choices being bad, right? Yeah, but you know what? Thank you for joining us, Stork. It was it was a little easier to get through that experience with you there to help guide us and try to convince us it's a good movie, but yeah. but ultimately fail. Hopefully next time we can get Peacock to come in and be the voice of reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Now the time has come for the award for the best death in an everything I learned from movie movie. Woo! <laughs> and the nominees are... Oh, God. <laughs> Baby Milo escaped from the planet of the apes. You ever seen a newborn get shot? Uh, hashtag child monkey? murder. Uh, hashtag baby animal murder. Oh, man. <laughs> also, setting Stan Tucci and his ex-wife on fire via telepathic monkey in Monkey Shines. Woo! Sai! Anara. In Con Air. <laughs> and cop killed by corn cob in Sleepwalkers. <laughs> Don't call him corny. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner for best death in an EILFM movie is Sai Anara. Ah! Yeah! That's 
That's one of just the de- best death scenes of all time, right? Yeah, it kind of is. So fucking stupid, but it's, so fucking amazing. It's right up there with uh, with, with um, Deep Blue Sea. I mean, come on. It's like half <laughs> the of The first thing you... we're going to do is plug this. <laughs> it's half the reason you watch either of those movies, right? I mean, Cameron Poe's hair. Cameron Poe's hair. Oh, look, Cameron and Poe are staring at us. <laughs> yeah, their hair's not quite as luscious yet. It really isn't, but it's about the same color. And it kind of is. Almost the same greasiness. Yeah, they could use a little bit of that 90s hair dye, though. Yeah. Right, a little, little hydrogen peroxide, I'll take care of that. And the next category is Best Chase Scene. And the nominees are The Final Chase in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> it's a very visual chase. <laughs> Mac and me down the hill in Mac and me. Throwing a kid in a wheelchair <laughs> off a cliff. Guys, that's why you watched that movie. Chasing the fire truck in Con Air. Oh, God. He's on the motorcycle, and Cusack's there with him, and Ving Rhames is blasting him, and, and, and then the, there's an axe, and... And doctors chasing an organ donor in Monkey Bone. Hey, get back here. You promised me that liver. (laughs) And the winner for best chase scene is the final chase scene for Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. We don't need another hero. We don't need to know the way home. All we want is life beyond the Thunderdome. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Dude, that chase scene involves a train, multiple cars, and a couple of oh. trucks and possibly a tank, and a helicopter. Yeah, the gyrocopter. Gyrocopter. <laughs> With gyro captain and his son. That's right. Uh, yeah. Dad, what that mean? That kid is the best. You know, everything else about that movie I can live without, but god damn it. That final chase. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe the actual three minutes of Thunderdome fighting is kind of cool, too. Master? Blaster! Yeah. <laughs> Who runs bar to town? Master Blaster. I didn't hear you! Master Blaster. Oh, fuck, I'm on the speaker. <laughs> Turner, are you kidding uh, me? She's great! One and done. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, the time has come for the best fight scene Ooh. in an EILFM movie. And the nominees are... Yeah. The Battle of Tiras Lee in Willow. Willow! He-Man versus Skeletor in Masters of the Universe. Ah! Paraplegic Alan versus Ella the Monkey in Monkey Shines. <laughs> and Gary Coleman versus Scotty Pippen in Midgets versus Mascots. He hit him with a phone! <laughs> <laughs> Gary Coleman is the Shaquille O'Neal of Midgets! <laughs> I hate that movie so much. <sighs> yes. And the best fight scene in a 2019 EIL FM movie is Paraplegic Alan versus Ella the Monkey. Oh, Monkey Shines. <laughs> Have you ever wondered how a guy who can't use his arms and legs will fight off a capuchin monkey? Oh. There's a gif. Oh, there's another scene I have many questions about that may be coming up later. 
There's, I have many questions about that movie in general. Yeah. But now the time has come for the Can't Get That Back Award. This goes uh, to the movie we really, really wish we hadn't watched. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> but luckily it's not all sexy sequel September. <laughs> this year. And the nominees are Midgets versus Mascots. Staying Alive. Ed. And Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. While these are all truly terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> movies. How did Midsummer not make that list, by the way? Uh, it wasn't one of our we didn't featured really ones. It. Yeah, yeah, we just tortured ourselves with it. But really, the one that I'm still angry that I've seen multiple times now. <laughs> Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Yeah, yeah. Can't get that back. That's that's three and a half hours or so. Ah, but now the time has come for one of my favorite awards. The Most Questionable Hero Award. There were a lot of questionable heroes this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but we whittled it down to a nice list of four. And the nominees are... Lieutenant McDonough in Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans. Susan, a.k.a. The Blonde Chick in Mistress of the Apes. Nick Holloway in Memoirs of an Invisible Man. And Sam Cooper from The Man Who Wasn't There. Those are all very questionable heroes. Do we need to discuss why they're so questionable? Uh, well, Bad Lieutenant, I think it's kind of in the title. <laughs> um, He's a drug addict who's embezzling money from the New Orleans Police Department. And shit just seems to work out for him in the end it does it just proves you don't have to be a good person for shit to work out by the way i love how nicely that whole movie just ties up in a little bow at yeah. the end <laughs> it takes like five minutes of just nicholas cage just sitting there staring like is this really happening i totally was expecting it to be like a like a, a fucking dream like, yeah or yeah like just have him like drugged out in a ditch somewhere or something yeah. <laughs> jacob's ladder situation but, see that's that's what makes that movie beautiful is you think like oh it's just gonna be another like drug drug addict getting his comeuppance nope everything's fine <laughs> roll credits and we're done <laughs> by the way he knocked up ava mendez somewhere in there so yeah. good for him uh oh yeah susan the blonde chick and mistress of the apes just uh she she's supposed to be out observing wildlife and she decided to fuck it yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh nick holloway and memoirs of invisible man well supposedly being invisible is what drives you insane but i'm pretty sure he raped and murdered a woman when was that oh no i'm thinking hollow man yeah we're talking chevy chase chevy chase never mind yeah no john carpenter uh, does not approve <laughs> chevy chase he's still a perv yeah he's you know just watching daryl hannah while she sleeps and yeah. just kind of being a general dick being chevy yeah. chase yeah oh and don't forget the blackface Ooh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, but Sam Cooper in uh, The Man Who Wasn't There, The Goot, as Oh, The Goot, who enjoys looking at underage girls in the shower. And I'm going to throw this out there. Planning his wedding to be on a random Wednesday when he was supposed yeah. to be running. <laughs> when, like, planning a wedding, promising he's going to marry the woman he loves, when he knows he's got, like, it seems like it's, like, three dinners going? Well, and then also, yeah, all the underage girls in the shower... 
Oh, and then he then immediately hooks up with the sister of his fiance. His fiance's sister, yeah, in his buddy's apartment. Yeah, who's getting divorced? What if that the Invisible Man and just living in your buddy's palatial estate? I don't know, Steve. There could be invisible people in our palatial estate right now. I don't have any friends. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, those are our most questionable heroes. And the winner for the most questionable hero this year is... Susan, the blonde from Mistress of the Apes. It's like if Jane Goodall fucked an ape. (laughs) She's Jane Goodall, but she fucks the monkeys, guys. And and I seem to remember there being a couple times in that movie where she's also like... Uh, like putting people's lives in danger because she's like oh yeah that's great that you know they're coming to do this but i'm just gonna do this and so you're all probably gonna die yeah her best friend gets raped at like oh, knife God. point and she's just like oh, that's right. i think i'm gonna go move in with the apes now bye oh that movie is fantastically horrible <laughs> oh, oh steve uh, are you okay yeah i forgot about the knife rape <laughs> <laughs> the next award is for the cashing it in award This goes to people who really just did it for that motherfucking money. Yep. And the nominees are... The creators and advertisers involved with Mac and Me. Special shout out to McDonald's. Yeah. Orson Welles in Casino Royale. He's a magician. (laughs) Vin Diesel in Marketing to Every Country in Triple X Return of Xander Cage. My other franchise is getting taken away from me. Maybe I can reboot this one. And the return of Jafar, just in general. Hey, we can't get any of the original voice actors back, but we're going to make it super Iago heavy. (laughs) Was Iago the hero of that fucking movie? Also, when is Return of Jafar the live action remake coming out? I know! Two years from now? Especially with the, uh, was it, uh, J-I-L-F? The Jafar I'd like to. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, good old hot Jafar. <laughs> my, I don't know about you guys, but my Facebook feed was exploding with people who were exploding over Jafar. <laughs> uh, but when he returns Jafar, ooh, Triple X, the return of Jafar. Ooh. <laughs> it could happen. Where Triple X has to go up against a fucking G. Yeah. Yeah, rip Jafar. Oh, but then Triple X has to form a team. Who do you want on your team, Triple X? The only people I can trust. Talking animals. Yeah! And the winner for the Cashing It In Award is... The Creators, Advertisers, and McDonald's involved with Mac and Me. Yeah! Because that movie was made 100% just to rip off uh, E.T. It makes sense. It happens, yeah. but yeah. Now, I, Steve, what I have heard, I have heard rumor, actually it's been recommended to us a couple of times now, there is a Bollywood movie that is a ripoff of Mac and Me. What? They did not rip off E.T., they ripped off Mac and Me and made it a Bollywood film. We must find this film. I, and exploit it! No. <laughs> Bolly May? <laughs> yeah! Coming next week. And now, the award for Theme Music of the Year. This is going to be a tough one. We've had some good music this year. Yeah, these are all real contenders. The Masters of the Universe theme. (laughs) 
Alpha Mistress, Mistress of, of the Apes. There once was a lady who got sick of the city, so she made herself a plan to get out of the city, find the roots in the jungle where a woman is a woman and a man is a man. She was looking for a mate. She didn't find a man, so she found herself a name. She's an ape lady. She's the mistress of the apes. She's an ape lady. When she calls, they congregate. They can hear her voice ringing far and wide. She's the queen of the jungle. And the monkey's bride. Apes lady. The mistress of the apes. A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. The theme from Cat People by David Bowie. What is he uh, using to put out fires? With gasoline! <laughs> don't worry, I'm going to be putting like the sound oh, effects know, and stuff too. But I also like hearing you do it. <laughs> Every Which Way But Loose by Mel Tillis. Conan's theme from Conan the Destroyer. Thunderdome. By Tina Turner. We don't need another hero. We don't need to know the way home. All we want is what we And Goldeneye by Tina Turner. Goldeneye, I found his weakness. And the winner for theme music of the year is A View to a Kill. Because it's the only one on the list that made number one. That's right. Number Woo! one on all of the charts. <laughs> the greatest Bond song and possibly movie ever. <laughs> or at least song. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Indeed. All that music is so good, though. Yeah, I mean... Gappy Bull definitely could have won. That's a great fucking song. Too. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Bowie. I mean, I, that's almost cheating. It was used in a Tarantino movie, so obviously it's a great obviously. song. <laughs> Boy, we learned a lot about Tarantino movies this year, too, didn't we? Hugo Stieglitz. Hugo Stieglitz. <laughs> <laughs> and now the award for Best Cameo in an EILFM movie. And the nominees are... 
Ricardo Montalban in Escape and Conquest from the Planet of the Apes. Kurtwood Smith in Staying Alive. He was in that movie for like three seconds. But we liked it so much. <laughs> just smoking a cigarette and just judging. Yeah. And well wearing tights and leg warmers. Yeah. Yeah, that that was unsettling. In tiptoes. Yeah. Oh, that wig. Yeah. Oh, and then he fucks the little person. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> And Paul Rubens in Dunstan Checks In. How'd the monkey get here? Well, when a daddy monkey and a mommy monkey love each other very much. And the award for best cameo is... Ricardo Montalban in Escape Conquest from the Planet of the Apes. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, we were were so looking forward to Ricardo Montalban being in the series. (laughs) And he was in it for like five minutes. (laughs) He was in it for like... A third of one of the movies? Maybe 20 minutes? The beginning of the... the Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. He had to do the recap and tell him about his parents. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. And then... Until he like a regular monkey. Well, and then his death was almost nominated for an award this year because that was pretty fucking (laughs) amazing. Very close. (laughs) But it happened. We're just like, wait, did he jump out the window? Or what what just happened? Oh... And they're oh, gonna take me so alive. Ah, Father! Oh, that's right. It like lands like right at yeah. Caesar's feet. Oh shit! Yeah. Let's watch Conquest of the Planet of the Apes again. Sold. Oh, Roddy McDowell. And now we've reached the final three awards, the big ones, the ones so huge they're actually mentioned in our theme song. The ones our podcast is based on. That's right. And the nominees for best one-liner are. Only when she lets me escape from the planet of the apes. I'm a dwarf! Tiptoes. Enough talk! Conan the Destroyer. Holy shit! Dunstan checks in. What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save the fucking day. Conair. I'm gonna spank that monkey. Ed. And the winner for best one-liner is Roddy McDowell Escape from Planet of the Apes. Only when she lets me. <laughs> the line itself, just standing all by itself, yeah, doesn't have a bunch of impact in the context of the movie. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely <laughs> perfect. Indeed. <laughs> it doesn't stand alone like, I'm a dwarf. <laughs> so... And now I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say, so does that make it the best one-liner? But yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. We'll go with that. Why not? Our awards don't mean anything. It's like the Academy Award. Anyway. <laughs> so and, it's just a bunch of old white guys voting on this? I mean, one. And, you know, our affirmative action hire. <laughs> oh, Pickles, I'm looking at you. <laughs> and the award for biggest plot hole. I repeat, Plot hole. <laughs> Time loops in the Planet of the Apes universe. Having a dwarf baby tiptoes. Leprechaun get- getting into space in the first place. So why are X and his wife separated? Ballistic X versus Sever. Why are they having a blindfolded wedding in The Man Who Wasn't There? <laughs> 
Apes are not allowed to play baseball in Ed. Anything genie-related in Kazam. And no bloodthirsty vengeance at the end of Honor Majesty's Secret Service. The fuck, James? And the winner for the biggest plot hole, the thing that we just can't seem to get around this year, is... Why is there a blindfolded wedding in the man who wasn't there? It doesn't make sense from any fucking perspective. No, no, there's no reason for that. Oh, no. oh, it's because the people are invisible. Then they don't need to be blindfolded. Then uh, they don't need to be having the wedding. Yeah, they're on the run from the law. Then why the fuck are they having the wedding and inviting every single person they know there? Yes. By the way, most of which are military. Yes. Okay. We had thoughts about that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just... Really, we're okay up until the last three minutes. <laughs> uh, where does the goot keep that silver ball? Yeah, nature's pocket. <laughs> it is goot. <laughs> <laughs> and now for the grand prize and Steve's favorite award. Most gratuitous boobies. <laughs> These are the boobies so gratuitous <laughs> that even Steve has to go... Was that needed? Was that needed, really? <laughs> Did that really propel the story in any way? And the nominees are... Paraplegic sex scene in Monkey Shines. <laughs> Nastasia Kinski in Cat People. Cat People! And I guess the red-headed chick, too. But, yeah. Barbara Crampton in Reanimator. Follow the Yellow Dick Road in Midgets vs. Mascots. Well, you had to have a porn in that movie. Yeah, that's true. It was it was telling a little backstory about one of the main characters. Well, and uh, and and our main protagonist who passed away, who yeah. does everything. Yeah, I mean, he's he makes porn and he's a mascot. Yeah. Cindy and the girls shower scene in the man who wasn't there. That was awkward. <laughs> Gotta get some minors in somehow. <laughs> Princess Zarina in The Leprechaun in Space. Does she even need to be in that movie? Not really. <laughs> I, I guess it's like motivation. You need a Princess Leia because you're in space? You need boobs. And you weren't going to get them from the rest of the team, apparently. Zero G titties. Yeah. Susan from Mistress of the Apes. She fucked the monkey. Sure did. Laura Dern in Wild at Heart. Sometimes I just feel like this whole world is wild at heart. And short and tan. <laughs> Silent Marco Polo in Night of a Thousand Cats. Marco. Polo. <laughs> Framka Patenta in Between Worlds. <laughs> the, the most confusing part about that scene is that she keeps putting her clothes back on to then take she does her shirt goes on like four times in that scene <laughs> and rona mitra in hollow man so she was like raped to death right absolutely she she was raped and murdered in the version we saw yeah, it's it's weird when it's like the uh, the extended director's cut or whatever, where it closes up loopholes for the better like that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> had to tell us about that because we just watched the regular version. We're like, oh yeah, no, he raped and murdered her. Yeah. And the winner for most gratuitous boobies is Barbara Crampton in Reanimator. Yeah. 
That is a weird scene. The weirdest part about it is it's her dad that like tears her clothes off. <laughs> her dad tears her clothes off so her dad's colleague can quote give her a little head. Yeah. Yeah. Reanimator's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love that movie. That scene is fucking weird. And what was it, like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing just for that scene. Obviously. That's the only reason. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here in the Fortress of Solitude Amphitheater to uh, give these awards away and just celebrate the incredible year that we've had. So many incredible movies and studies in film and and spoiler alert there's gonna be a shit ton more in 2020 <laughs> so if you have an idea of uh i don't know a month theme or something of that sort hit us up on twitter facebook or instagram at eilf movies that's everything i, I learned, learned from, from movies. movies um yeah you know where we're at and uh also i mean if you're looking for some incredible art <gasps> where could they go babe i don't know oh wait they could go to my Etsy at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Etsy.com. I painted every do- American uh, Kennel Club recognized dog breed. You can buy them on uh, on art over there. Although if you want the big poster, you can find it over at Izzy Creates over on Redbubble. I also have enamel pins of our amazing logo, Rar the Dinosaur with glow-in-the-dark bones and beer mug. We have Robo Panda pins. Yeah. All kinds of fun stuff. We have Handmade Paracord by the amazing Steve himself. We have Movie Monsters Who Love Kittens. All kinds of fun stuff. Indeed. And of course, let's say you smell something funny right now, but you want some aromatherapy Almost like or a kitten oils. just shit up the litter box and That's the pretty much wafting what I'm thinking. aroma maybe filling the room as we speak, choking us out quietly. Babe, how am I going to stop this cloud of ass from destroying my lungs? <laughs> I would head over to frankieandmurr.com and use promo code VENUS for uh, 15% off on aromatherapy made fun. And it's going to be a, require a lot, I think. Shipping's going to be a pain in the ass. No, if you order over $35, <laughs> shipping is free. For this partic- particular stench, I would highly recommend some oh. Fight the Foot Funk. Oh, God. It's lemongrass and tea tree oil, and it'll help with the eye stinging. It'll also kill some of the uh, the floating bacteria, and it smells super fresh it's and so, so clean. It smells like feet and fish. What the fuck are we feeding these things? Oh, I gave them shredded feet and fish. Uh, I mean, it was pork feet. Well, we got to fight that foot funk then. We got that yeah. somewhere, right? Oh yeah, right over there. I see. Absolutely. That. Another one that would be really good for this is that's amore. Turn this wafting stench into a little romantic time. Mm. Yeah, it's idea. got a, a lang lang and jasmine and a little bit of. Uh, patchouli in there it's very earthy and sensual and mm. super super floral and uh guaranteed to cover the smell of that litter box <laughs> <laughs> so that you can get it all Woo! ah uh, yes but yeah thank you uh yeah been an incredible year we got more coming up we got live shows we got thank you to all our amazing guests yes all, oh god all of our amazing guests family and friends and fellow podcasters god yeah, the Broovies in Ogden, thank you for hosting oh, us for our live shows every second Wednesday. Everybody listening out there, thank you for all your feedback and like our Twitter questions and polls. And, and of course, if you're interested, hit us up at Patreon, patreon.com slash EILFmovies. Uh, we're for just $2 a month, basically get access to dozens of exclusive episodes, back episodes, and then, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, taking Patreon requests here over the next couple of months. So, uh, yeah, hit us up. 
<laughs> Until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Later.